2: Hello, you are listening to The Murder Hobros, a podcast where my friends and I stay in touch through the medium of role-playing games. And this season, we are back to Dungeons & Dragons. You join us for game 16 of our Ghosts of Saltmarsh game. This is a shorter episode today. It is quite funny, though. I think it's a bit naughty, really. There's a few censored bits again. And i feel like we're playing with fire uh, yeah make your mind up make make your own make your own mind up yeah do that if you're enjoying the show you can support us by connecting with us at murder hobros on Twitter for any feedback and you can also rate and review us on your preferred podcast listening platform it all helps as we Expand and try and grow our show into a better product. Any feedback is useful, especially as we move away from this season soon. I think there are about three episodes left before this season wraps and we move into a completely new game. So yeah, enjoy the show. Bye! day off Nickass is actually the sun kind of comes out a little bit the wind picks up but the sun comes out so at moments you get the warmth of the sun and it's clear seas it's an easier day at sea Morale's actually really good probably helped by the talent show and uh, the day goes easily enough um, Uriel whilst you're on the ship is there anything you want to do
1: um, I think that Uriel was would be quite um, upset at not winning the talent contest and um, he didn't get any compliments on his um, awesome staging so I think at this point um, he's going through his act over and over again trying to like um, pinpoint where he went wrong um, so he's, he's, he's got like a barrel of apples and he keeps sending um, Tony up to the sky and then they come down and he's swinging at them and he's firing arrows and every time he gets it wrong he just like sort of punches himself in the leg and he's just like getting really 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 frustrated and um yeah that's it at this point he's, he's kind of sour
0: okay
2: a training montage i like it day five getting closer uh another easy day at sea um the wind dries dies down and there's been a, a little bit of uh, a shower as you Kind of like uh, as lunchtime comes around, but it's quick and short lived. You actually see a rainbow out at sea, and the pace is good. You're making good time, and you've actually seen nothing of any particular interest. This is just good, easy sailing. Shale, this evening, when you retire to your cabin and you sleep, you have a dream, but it's more than a dream. As the boat rocks around you and you hear the creaks of the wood, um, you kind of get lulled into this sleep and you dream of symbols, lots of symbols, strange dreamlike imagery kind of like goes through your head. You dream of mushrooms blooming from the rock floor and these are like puffball mushrooms and as they bloom up they just explode uh, into into like dust and you dream about dripping water from protrusions of rock. And then you dream about walking through this narrow passageway carved into rock towards a black absence, a void. But inside the void is an even darker absence, a keyhole. And you look in your hand and... In your hand, you've got a key broken into two pieces. I don't know what they're called. So you've got like the round circular bit. And then I would assume the head of the key where the um, the different teeth shape of the key is. So it's split into like the long uh, metal protrusion, which the teeth are attached to. And then the round circular bit, the base of the key.
0: So and- we have the bow and the Ooh. protrusions.
2: So what is the bow? Is the...
0: That's the round bit that your finger would hold. Or it could be called the head, depending on what type of key it is.
2: And then protrusions for the other end. Yes. So or you've projections got
0: projections that... as well. There's fucking like Man, I googled key shit and I wish I didn't because I feel <laughs> fucking more stupid. Also okay. called the bit or the throat Oh my fucking God. <laughs> Let's go with <laughs> The bow and the teeth. That
2: works. Head and the teeth. Top and bottom. Don't get, yeah. your head,
0: don't get your teeth in your head or anyway.
2: You dream about um, the head and the teeth in your hand and you spend three seconds just looking at your hand with this broken key in it. And then you look up at the void, this empty space at the end of the corridor with the keyhole in it. And then you look back down at your hand, except one of the key components is missing, the head. The circular end of the key is just not there anymore. And then you look back up at the keyhole and you just get washed over with this feeling of dread, abject terror. The hairs on the back of your neck stand up and you feel that something is coming. Something is stalking through these passages. Something is, is coming and you just feel... You just feel the image of teeth, and then you wake up.
0: I forgot about the fucking key. All this pirate bullshit. I forgot about the key. Where's the fucking key? Is this absolute midnight?
2: Yeah, it's like two in the morning.
0: Uh, I'm gonna draw like a picture of of the key from my memory, mm-hmm. like just crudely draw it on a like. Anything, even if I'm just drawing the wall,
2: okay, just to um,
0: kind of try and remind myself. And in fact, I'm gonna fucking scroll the key into the wall, okay, because uh, I'm so fucked up that I actually forgot it.
2: You do, and uh, I'm not gonna roll for that. You've got an accurate depiction of what you dreamed engraved into the wall. Last, uh, last day at sea, if all goes well.
0: Uh, this is a day I've got something else for as well, um, cool.
2: So we'll oh. come to that in a second. Strand, first mate, would you roll a D20 for me, please? Mm. 14. Um, it's all right. That's no, all right. What have you got planned for the last day, Captain? Uh,
0: we bought bindles on this ship for a reason. <laughs> yeah. He, he was a safecracker, was he not?
2: He was apparently a safecracker of some form.
0: We have a box that I would like to get into.
2: Is this the box from the wreck? Yes. Okay. So I can't remember if we got it out of the, we did get it out of the wooden crate, didn't we? It's just literally this, this yeah. blue.
0: Because that's sort of the, in the wooden crate was the um, trident and this.
2: Okay. Where did you choose to store this on your ship? Sorry. I can't uh, It's been in shell's room. In Shale's room. So are we doing this in, in your room?
0: Uh I think I'll pull it out onto the deck just Okay. Uh, and to one I want light and two I know these things can be trapped, so
2: Okay. So firstly the crew are very interested. They're working around you, but you know, you're up to something and this is, is very, very interesting. Uh let me have a look at this. Sorry, one second, I just need to find some stuff. <coughs> <this>.
3: Bless you. <laughs> that was I the most the sneezed, me, yeah. like sneeze I've ever heard. Yeah. That
2: was high pitched.
0: Oh that's a the sound, the, like the waveform of that, is beautiful. It's like a butterfly.
2: <laughs> well, as cool? as you pull the um the box, I call it Orbreck's box because Orbreck was the guy who asked you to to get it. He's paying you a huge sum of money for this. You pull it onto the deck, and you can see that this is a blue metal box. And as soon as you bring it out, Gary Bindle scratches his head and he goes, Gavin, there's." There's no lock or latch. You said you can open these things. I said I can pick a lock. There ain't ain't a lock.
0: Can I do an arcana check? Yeah. Uh, 20, unnatural. On a
2: 20, you recognize that this is magically enhanced iron. It's impervious to rust and is invulnerable to all damage.
0: Can I see any way to open it? Is it does it, is no, it likely no, the, to have the, a keyword or
2: um uh, on a twenty I'll say that you deduce that it probably has a keyword because there is literally no lock, no latch, and it doesn't look like it could be opened by any normal means. This is a magical box, and you would assume magic will be how you open it.
0: Uh, anyone know what this fella's keyword might be?
2: Beyonce. Beyonce does Beyonce. not open it. Nob Nobby does shout out and he goes, Is it
0: is it Shakira? <laughs> and it Shakira.
2: doesn't. Work. I'll try it
0: twice. Shakira, Shakira.
2: No, it doesn't open. Enrique Iglesias Doesn't open. Creme Brule shouts out, uh oh I <laughs> hasn't even got a voice. I'm not doing that. <laughs> he goes, uh <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no that can't be his voice or the thing i say uh he's gonna go what is he gonna shout out he's gonna say um h from steps it, it doesn't it doesn't open
0: uh shale will pull up a chair aardvark abacus abandoned abashed
3: someone's abate. opened the dictionary <laughs> abbey
0: <laughs> abbreviate Anecdote, abdomen, abdicate, Jesus. abduction, abet, <laughs> abhor, abhorrence, abide, abiding. But well, it's gonna be very Inject. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, no,
2: no, be shout. Oh, then guys, this might take some time. Back to work.
0: I fucking lost my place now.
2: Sorry, um, captain.
0: Um, t- <laughs> uh, no, uh, like I'll kind of realise that. This guy had so much fucking money that there's he probably hired the best fucking wizard in town. Um, and unless I can see any obvious way, no, sorry, smaller payday, but at least it's his work. Uh, and I'll kind of drag it back into the room.
2: Okay, as this is your last day at sea, um, would anyone like to do anything else? No.
1: Uh, How's our little half orc doing?
2: Um, do you want to check in on him, Uriel?
1: Uh, yeah, I've not really spent much time with him. And I know I had a, a kind of a, a racial thing going on. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll try and find Gortusk. <laughs> and, um, you know, we'll... we'll want to we'll... be able to say, I'm
0: not racist. <laughs> I've got a half-orc friend. Exactly,
1: exactly. Oh, I just want to, like, straighten things out and, and explain, you know, where I'm coming from. And the more I explain, the more I just keep digging myself in. You know, I'm not racist, but, you know.
2: Okay. Uh, um, Gortusk is on duty and you as you head into your actual room. Uh, and, um, she opens the door as you come in and, um, she takes the bag off of Krell's head and he just blinks out from the dark as his eyes adjust. And he says, um, I, I'm pretty tired of this now. We are nearly at land we're
1: a couple of days out so if you can just uh hang on for a little bit longer you we're we're feeding you uh you know you're you're in safe hands you're you're being well looked after well you know there are people worse on the ship you know and you're not really feeding off of nick stuff we're giving you the good stuff so you're not going to get seasick or anything like that but um <laughs> um i think at, at this point uh I realise like Uriel is probably not the best person to speak to this person. So I think maybe I'll kind of point towards um, Gortusk and kind of have a little word in her ear and just say if you can get anything out of this, this guy, you know, it'd really help the crew. It's really going to help everyone. You want to please captain shell, you know, you, you might get a extra bonus for this. Cause if this guy's super, you know, if he's a druid and he's going to mess us up, when we get onto land, we, we need to know what's going on first. So I think I'll lead with her. And then if she's getting nowhere, then I'll probably just um, kind of start intimidating him a little bit.
2: She sits down next to him and she goes, she gives him like a, like a wooden cup full of water, and he greedily takes it, and she says, so, who do you pray to? He looks at her, and he goes, Helm? And she dead eyes him, Then she looks at you, Uriel. She slaps him around the head, and she goes, he's lying. He doesn't worship Helm. Also, that's a stupid lie.
1: Okay, uh, Any? can you get anything else out of him? As you know, he he's lying and you're one of his kind. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't want to assume your, your race here.
2: She um sees something in the corner of the room, goes into the corner of the room where it's dark, kind of like reaches down, picks something up and then goes and sits. She's got something cupped in her hand and she sits opposite him. And she opens her hand and there's a small spider in it. And she looks at him dead in the eyes, crushes the spider in her hand and she goes, I was on the ship. You worship Loth, don't you? Um, Sure, make an insight check, please. Okie dokie.
1: Um, I also have another question that I'd like to, for mm, her go to for ask it. him. But um, basically, because, I, you know, uh, Uriel's not really experienced with different cultures and he kind of <laughs> he groups people together and at this point he's seen three kind of orcish people and he, he realizes mm. the the guy that actually sent us on this um quest was the butler mm. and he was a yes was he an right. orc or a half orc
2: he was a half orc
1: yeah so i'd like to like basically ask her um you know is there any kind of connection or any relation is he going to double cross us uh you know uh is he working for them does does have we been asked to go and get the you know let me start again was he the first person that they sent to the ship and he failed then they sent us and then he's gonna like double cross us to to take all the gold so but
2: I'll, okay make an I'll, insight I'll check for I'll me the do insight. That.
1: yeah uh seven <laughs>
2: gonna get no uh, answers. it's really hard to read they're both like poker face he actually doesn't answer the question but he's staring at her and she's staring at him what exactly do you ask ask uh gortusk here <coughs>
1: I just want to know if there's any kind of connection between uh, him and the the butler that sent us on the quest.
2: Okay. Tusk says, do you know a half butler? And she kind of like rolls her eyes a little bit, like this is a stupid question to her. And he's like, no. And then she turns to look at you and she goes, we don't know each other. We don't know every half orc. (laughs)
1: Um, I can't remember. Does um did Krell tell us why he was on the ship?
2: Yeah, he said that he um he was he kind of implied that he was on an island and taken on the ship, and it all went really wrong.
1: Yeah. Um, I get. I guess at this point, um. Yeah, Uriel's not really good at kind of uh, <laughs> investigating these kinds of things and I've used all the best tricks I can by using uh, Tusk here so um, hmm. I think maybe I'll just consult with Tusk and just say is there anything that you want to know? Like, Is there anything that you think she we, shrugs we and need goes. to know?
2: I don't really care.
1: Okay. Um, as I am kind of close with Captain Shell, I'd say I'm his number 2.3 <laughs> um, I, I, I don't want to undermine Strand, you know, but mm. I'm just, just slightly below him. Um, I just want to know what um, what do you think we should do with him after? Should we let him go or should we, you know, just between you and me or should we uh, keep an eye on him? Or should we do as, like, as Strand says, give him the drop
2: kick? She looks at you and she just says, well, I don't think we should kill him. Just let him on land. If he's a piece of shit, he can be a piece of shit on land somewhere else and Krell just kind of goes I could have got out of these ropes a long while ago and he produces a flame in his hand and he just turns his hand over and he goes I could have burnt them away I haven't maybe I worship different gods to you I want to live at your mercy and he puts the fire out and he just goes bag me she puts the bag on his head and he lies down in the dark
1: okay cool <laughs> 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 um i think at this point um uriel's quite worried because obviously the, the guy has kind of shown a bit of what his power is and, and uriel definitely didn't see that one coming um mm. i think he'll probably report to uh Strand because he doesn't want to bother the captain at the minute because the captain's probably going through the alphabet trying to unlock this box. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll probably get a couple of extra people to look after him and maybe uh, alleviate uh, Gortusk because it seems like she's getting quite close close to him and mm. you know some some stuff going on. So send a couple of guys down there, maybe even Strand, and then obviously uh, relay the information that I've just found out um, mm. to the first mate.
2: So. First mate Strand, what are your orders regarding this? How so has, this has he got himself
3: out of the... the
2: no, no, he's still tied, but he's shown you that he can summon fire, produce fire quite easily in his hands, so that he could easily burn And these how far away. away
3: are we from uh, shore?
2: You expect to make landmass within the next three to four hours. And I told him it
1: was going to be a couple of days.
3: Yeah, you did. Okay, so when, when we get really close, uh, I want to make sure that he is unconscious and then i think we dump him somewhere really random
2: okay you're about an hour away i think we should go- take
3: him to the authorities
2: okay you get to be about an hour away uh, how do you want to knock him out <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: i'll try just choking him
2: Oh wow! <laughs>
1: it, this is not going to go well. <laughs> uh, I'll
2: give you advantage. Make a afflex. Uh, is it athletics? Just to get a wrestling hold on him, like literally with advantage. Done He's not even wrong. It. He can't. He's done Just nothing Just don't roll wrong. dreadful.
3: <laughs> He's evil though, and he was on a very evil ship. And I don't you... very much believe him.
2: Basically, don't roll two ones.
3: Oh, Oof, fuck. Man. Big.
2: Um, you sit next to him and he hears you. Hello, mate. But he's, <laughs> he,
3: and that's the last thing he hears. <laughs>
2: exactly. As you say hello, mate, he goes to sit up and you lock onto him. Your arms are vice-like and you instantly assert enough pressure that he panics and he kicks out. But the pressure is so uh heavily applied, it takes... 30 seconds, and he's out cold. And you guys suddenly hear from the crow's nest. (laughs) Why? It gets worse. Every you time.
1: literally have to edit yourself <laughs> out.
2: <laughs> it's in. It's canon. He's got. Yeah. Spe- There's nothing wrong with a speech disorder. He just exactly. needs to see a nice occupational therapist or speech and language therapist of some form. <laughs> Pixis had a stutter, so yeah, that's true.
1: D- but fucking out! Fuck he he shan- he like... He's just an old dude. Yeah. no, <laughs> like his injury gets worse every hour yeah. who,
0: the is, who the fuck is Lando <laughs> Calusian <laughs>
2: yeah
1: what's
0: what's going on
2: and you can see uh,
0: Shay was half horse because he, he's got to like <laughs> eh, like he's I imagine he's only at M but he's, he's so fucking frustrated
2: and you are back at Saltmarsh you see the familiar docks you see um, that jutting spit of island that um Kind of like marks the entryway into um, salt marsh, just just before the curve of the Kingfisher River empties out into the sea, and before you know it, the crew dock. And- hang on, hang on. Before mm. we
0: dock, I probably would would pull pull everyone up. Right, we better let our friend go. Um, bring him up here.
2: Uh, Gortusk brings the unconscious body of Krell up in her arms supported by Krem Brule
3: what happened to him? I knocked him out
2: (laughs) (laughs) he
1: says nonchalantly
3: (laughs) I don't trust him he's evil and uh, Uriel was telling me that he, he he could have got out any time he didn't want to that's weird I'd have got out burnt a hole through the side and just fucking jumped
0: Do we think he's going to be
3: any problems going forward? I think we either hand him over to the authorities or hand him over to the sea.
2: Simon goes, <laughs> no, that's the wrong voice. Oh <laughs> on what grounds? Has he broken any laws? Fucking hell. <laughs> Somehow, he's
1: less annoying than the real Simon. <laughs> but It's just bringing back so many. There is memories.
2: no real Simon. It's a fictional character, not based on anyone living or dead. Well,
0: whoever is, is based on, a... it's more annoying. Is he going to be a problem going forward?
3: Oh, I reckon so. You've literally made I'm the enemy.
1: You've literally made the enemy out of nobody. Like it was just a. you just wanted to go on land. Are
3: you a it. cleric? I'm a paladin. A paladin. So you don't, you don't like evil. He's you, you did a thing. He came up as evil. Yeah, proper evil. So <laughs>
0: right, if no one's giving me a good reason other than you get the heebie-jeebies about him, he know. worships
1: Lolth. Is that reason enough?
0: I mean, how do you know that?
1: Whilst you were going through the, uh, the the letters in the book and trying to open the, uh, the chest, uh, I took Gortusk down and I, I spoke to Krell and she has, with good reason, that he is a follower of the Lolth faith. I have trust in her because she is now my friend. <laughs> I am a friend of all half-orcs.
2: Gortusk is furrowed-browed, but she looks confused momentarily, but she does say... Uh, it's it's true, Captain. He does worship Lolf.
1: I'll try and give her a fist bump as well. She does not do <laughs> yeah. that.
0: With you. Shale looks really fucking angry. Like the drow and the fucking followers of Lolf have caused me a lot of pain over the years. We're gonna let him live, but I've got an no idea. Get me fucking needles.
2: Needles is there and he goes, No, Captain <laughs> Where'd you come from? <laughs> don't, don't... <laughs> No, I'm really short sure... my shoes Actually, fuck it, do all it his head hi Captain what my
0: I... i'm gonna i'm gonna tattoo I want tattooed on his head, saved by a snurf neblin,
2: <laughs> brilliant uh Show he wakes
0: to your drow bitches now
2: he wakes up as soon as the needle starts, uh but he sees very quickly that he's surrounded by a whole crew and he screams and shouts he tries to fight, but there's just too many people They just hold him down. And he has uh, saved by Sverf Neblin on his forehead. It's quite a lot to get in, but um, <laughs> he thankfully has a really high hairline and he's, he has got a mohawk. So... <laughs> uh, and he looks savagely angry
0: now you're probably pretty angry right now.
2: He's frothing at the mouth and foaming. Um, Untie him. He's he's raging. Untie him. (laughs) He's untied by the crew and he gets up, stands very aggressively, hands like in claw shapes, like looking just like he's, he's feels cornered. He feels scared and he feels like he wants to lash out, but he knows that if he does, he's probably dead. You can see that he is weighing up in his head, like, do I just commit to this and just fuck some of these up? Or do I do I survive?
0: Shayla Lofflin the handshake like when they first met.
2: Make a persuasion check.
0: I'm not trying to persuade him, I'm trying to give him an option, but I'll roll one anyway to see how. Uh, oh, fuck me. Natural 20.
2: He looks at you and he looks at the crew, and you can clearly see that he is sizing up like. Has he got, like, he, he's sizing up like he could take a few. He thinks he could take a few. And you can see the processing happening. Is he's, like, working himself down through, like, almost like a bloodlust frenzy into his rational brain starts to take over. His fangs, his fangs, his tusks are protruding. He's actually dribbling a little bit, frothing at the mouth, but he grabs your hand, shakes it, and does almost that Donald Trump move where he kind of, like, pulls you in a little bit And whilst dribbling, he pulls his face really close to yours. And he just goes, Get me off this ship. This is done. This is your debt, you've
0: paid it. I don't ever want to see you again. Understood.
2: You don't want to see me again. I do. (laughs) Get
3: off my boat.
2: And do you dock?
0: So um, we're not. I didn't want to drop him off in this town because we Mm. don't want to fucking drop. So I was planning to like jolly boat him off onto the shore, like a like half mile down, like a little bit before we did that to retcon. It's up. Yeah, that's fine.
2: That's easy enough to do. Um, Jolly boat
1: without a name. Yeah, (sighs)
0: which will be named shortly. But I'm going to put all three of these guys on the boat. Okay, uh, with him.
2: Uh, He is. Dropped off um, quite close, actually, to the haunted house, Uh, the high cliff with the haunted house over it. uh, You can see in the distance just further down the coast. And there is a little um, cove with sand and um, going into like long grass dunes. And you just leave him there. And he just watches you as you row back out to the shiitake.
0: See you, mate. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 um, no Shao definitely just stands on the boat with his arms crossed watching as like his best men escort him off
2: cool and then you um, resume course I'm assuming and dock to Saltmarsh as you dock at Saltmarsh there is a little bit of hubbub around the town and you can see on the docks is a half a half orc butler, Vertheg.
3: How close! What a,
2: what a name to remember. You see Vertheg, um, standing at the docks as you pull up and a tied off anchor dropped. It looks like he'd been alerted of your arrival. Hello, I... hello. I, how did it go, Captain?
0: Um. Added what, guy?
2: The salvage
0: operation. Oh, yeah, we had we had a lot to do. Um, what were we salvaging again?
3: Really?
2: The lockbox. A... With yeah, we had
0: a contract somewhere. Where was the contract? Oh wow!
3: <laughs> he wi-
2: <laughs> he winces and goes, "Please, sir, let's keep this pleasant." There's a lot of money. A huge fee for the recovery of this.
0: How much was it again?
2: 10,000 gold pieces for the recovery. As agreed in the contract you signed to my body.
0: Let me have a look at that contract.
2: Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, well, I guess that box isn't worth it then. Well, good day, mate.
2: He calls your bluff and he says... Whilst my employer, Obrek, is down on his luck currently, you have a contract, sir, and...
0: How do I know I've got a contract? I'm asking to see it, and you won't let me see it.
2: Do you want to take this in front of the council, sir? Your behaviour is completely unreasonable. Unreasonable? You're being unreasonable. You're a a fiendish little bully.
0: Let me see the contract. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> make a, make a persuasion check, and w- with advantage because the advantage? whole crew is no. saying uh, contract contract. <laughs> I contract got <laughs> contract. Uh, I got sixteen. There is a degree of peer pressure here, or there is a degree of pressure. But he folds his arms and says, "No." Should I take this to the council? We can have a judiciary hearing for your gross misconduct. Is he
3: is he on the ship?
2: No, he's on the docks and I'm guessing you're on the docks too if you're on the, the uh, jetty.
3: How many people are around? <laughs> There's a full market
2: behind them. Um, there are town guards around as well in the market. just Why do not we never make any good people? Do you...
0: <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> do, <laughs> do, you wish, do, do you wish to publicize the rather awkward situation your uh, employer is in? wish that to be. I, I could let this market know.
2: Sir, I'm quite happy to take this to the core. I'm about at my last wit's end. You absolutely demeaned me physically in a gross act of, 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 of perverse bullying. I, I came to you with a job with a very high payment.
0: I found the magic word.
2: What? I opened it. No, you didn't. That's ridiculous. I
0: think there's way more than 10,000 gold pieces in there, so I think I'll be fine.
2: Yes, we know that. There's property deeds worth a total of 100,000 gold pieces, and we gave you a fee of 10%, which is fucking tattooed to my ass, you prick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure it's 20.
2: Okay, I'm going to the council. And he turns and starts to walk across the market square towards the council chambers.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Verfic. If I can just show you something and uh Uriel will um start undressing and then uh he'll show um Verthig his, his awesome blood hawk tattoo. If we make he- this cool, we can make that cool. Get me? What do you mean? Well the contract. Um let let me tell you a little story. So uh <laughs> on the Shiitake Sunrise, um we all entered into a contract uh to all get the same tattoo and then I'll show him the, the, the smaller uh mushroom ore. On, on my back and i didn't really want this like you didn't want your contract on your rumpus um but we come to an agreement and as you can, I know yeah that's, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> i know and uh as you can see i have this glorious bloodhawk his name's tony by the way across my chest so we can do the same for you
2: if we can just come to a little bit of an agreement we don't need an agreement because we have a contract. Uh, no, can I, can I you see won't it?
0: won't show it, you fucking flaccid penis.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa. Shale. Chill.
1: Chill. Mr. Verthig, if you can just show us your rumpus, we can be on our merry way. We can take can our see... 20,000 gold pieces and we can be out of here.
2: You can see that he is about past the limit and he just says. If I'm showing anyone my rumpus, I shall be showing the council. And you can mark my my last word here that you won't be getting the 10,000 gold pieces because I'll be taking it as recompense for the damages that you've done for me. I will have excellent legal standing with the council. And Orbrick is a mighty powerful figure. Whilst his monetary assets are currently gone to shit, um, we will receive the 1, 100,000 gold pieces and all of it. And you... Will be making recompense for the damages you have done to me. And he turns his back and starts walking towards the council. He's about halfway across the market square.
0: Sh- Shay always actually likes the idea of him having
2: <laughs> to bear his whole ass to the council, <laughs> seeing all those dwarven, like these
0: people who hate us already, just having to stare at a fucking asshole for 20 minutes. <laughs>
2: Are you going to um, let him go into the council? Listen,
0: do you want to show your ass to everyone in the council? In all honesty, look, there's, I know you are a little bit upset with me, but you agreed to get that as part of the deal.
2: <sighs> He's flabbergasted.
0: It was a little bit more dangerous than you first let on. Um, everyone on the ship is dead. I'm sorry to inform you of that.
2: While the whole crew is he... waving at them. <laughs> he stopped. No, 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 no. He I'm was listening. about the Emperor of the Waves. He he's 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 just says, I'm not listening, I'm going to the council. You've had your chance, says And
0: the shrine of love when we Tell them I don't
2: was care, a You was, as we have a contract which you made perfectly clear, and I will be making it perfectly clear to the council. You will not be paid for this service that you have done, they will be taking it, and I will be having it as recompense for damages. And he walks the rest of the way up to the council steps, and um, unless you stop him, he's about to go inside.
0: Yeah, let's, I'll, I'll, right, fuck it, let's go to court. <laughs>
2: Okay, and we will stop the game there. <laughs> Next time. Can we have Nobby the as our lawyer? It
3: goes to court.